This is Susie Draper, and you're listening to the Shine and Seek podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about a phrase that is often tossed around in the spiritual and personal development circles, and that is to be the light, quote unquote. And I want to tackle this from a couple couple different angles, Uh, but to start off, Um, I wanted to open by reading you a quote. And this is from Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love. The quote is, As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I think that many of us can often feel quite different from what this quote is talking about. Sometimes we can feel like letting all the people around us shine really bright will somehow dim our own light. We can think that we'll shine brighter if we're not surrounded by other bright lights. But In my experience, it's really quite the opposite that's true. And if you think about it, if we're constantly running around and putting out the light of others or trying to dampen it in some way, we're really in turn extinguishing our own light. And I've really found that the more you focus on cultivating your own light and healing the places in you that may have a little darkness in them and being compassionate with yourself, the brighter you can allow yourself to shine and other people really feel that and then can feel that spark ignite within them. Um, And I think the concept of letting our light shine or being the light can be a little, I don't know, I guess can sound a little woo-woo to people or can seem like something that's nice to say, but not really a thing that people do. Um, So I kind of thought about what it means to me to quote unquote, be the light. And, uh, you know, a ton of things really came pouring out when I started thinking about it. And it's really not about being a 100% totally over the top, happy all the time person who's positive and never makes mistakes and never slips into making a judgment about someone and never, um, you know, I guess doesn't (laughs) shine her own light as bright as possible. Um, But I think it's really looking at the things you know make you light up, make you a better person, make you able to show up the way you want to show up in the world and trying to cultivate those things within yourself and be forgiving of yourself when you do fall off a little bit in terms of gossiping or judging or doing some of those things that don't make you feel like the light you know you are. Um, So to me, it means doing things that 
make me feel free. It means surrendering control in general, <laughs> um, really bringing that sense of peace I get from meditation with me wherever I go, um, following my intuition and trusting myself, trusting my gut, uh, being compassionate with myself and with other people, um, trying to be as honest as possible in the kindest way possible, supporting myself so I can help my own light shine a little brighter and so I can in turn support others and really believing that simple truth that I'm enough. Um, you know, I think being the light is really about looking through that lens of love that we all try to hold up to our lives and looking through that lens more than we're looking through the lens of fear and looking for opportunities to lift someone else up and remind them of their own light. I really think that idea that Marianne uh, wrote about, about letting your own light shine so you can, what'd she say? I think unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Um, makes me also think about something I first learned from Gabby Bernstein that I'm paraphrasing, but was basically that what you admire in other people is you recognizing that same thing in you or the light you see in others is a reflection of your own light. So what the hell does that mean, right? Okay, so <laughs> an example for me would be that I really admire people who get up on the stage and give inspiring speeches and can really step into you know, the full truth and vulnerability of who they are up on a stage like that and, you know, just let pe have the courage to let people see them like that, I think, really being all of who they are. And so when I used to think about that, I would maybe think, oh, like, they're so great. I love that they're up there doing that. And it makes me feel so inspired to listen to it. Like, I wish I could do that. But I don't think I have that ability within me. Like, that just sounds scary. And I can't do that. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but if I think about it now in this way of seeing it as a reflection of my light. I don't think that it means I need to jump on a stage tomorrow or that I necessarily want to. I could someday, who knows. But I really think it's identifying with the core of what is coming forth from them. It's identifying with wanting to use my voice in a way that can help inspire others. Having that desire within me to express myself in a way that brings forth 
that authenticity I see in them and admire in them on the stage. And from what I understand so far of my learning of this, and I'm still learning more about it every day, is that I wouldn't admire that in someone else if it wasn't within me and I didn't feel in line with that. And so I might not be giving a speech to a thousand people. I might express myself through a podcast like I'm doing now or a blog post or a conversation with a friend or a stranger I meet on the street, but the result is the same that I'm bringing forth that expression that I was admiring. And it's really not about trying to do it in the same way so you can feel like you're replicating that thing you admire, but it's really just giving yourself the permission to show up in that way and exhibit those qualities in whatever form that takes in your life. And looking at things from this perspective really changed the way I uh, thought and think about the people I admire and really um, helped me to not put people I admire on a pedestal, but to really recognize myself in them as we can really see that part of ourselves and everyone we meet when we're paying attention to it. And I think one of the things that really is important to remember in this when I'm talking about really seeing that light and another reflected back to you is that it's not about comparison in any way. And I think if you get into that comparison spiral and this kind of a thing, you know, you're going to kind of think <laughs> you suck because you don't think you have um, the courage or the talent or the skills or whatever it is to do that thing. And that is really just your fear of voice talking. And the more that you can see that thing that you admire as a reflection of the light within yourself, you can really stop those feelings of envy and comparison um, without even, I think, feeling to need like you are actively stopping them. I think it just kind of it just kind of dissipates when you when you can think about it that way and really recognize that that same thing is within you and see that you are drawn to that person not because you think they have something that you don't and you want it and you feel bad about yourself because of it but actually because deep down inside within you you have that thing that is just waiting for you to bring it to the light. Hopefully that makes sense. I feel like I maybe I'm talking in circles, but um, it's kind of a complicated, it's like a complicated and simple idea, I think at the same time. Uh, but so in the example I gave about um, admiring inspirational speakers, I feel inspired and uplifted 
by them because of their message and because of how that message makes me feel, but also because they make me feel like I can do that too, whatever form it takes for me. And that the spark of light I see in them on that stage is just a reminder to me that I have it too. And I think when comparison enters the conversation, it's that, you know, fear part of you that's pushing down the love part of you that wants to make a difference in the world too and wants you to know that you're good enough and can put yourself out there that way. And uh, I think when we're used to listening to the negative voice that tells us we can't, which most of us have done for the majority of our lives until we come to this part, this kind of work, um, we might misunderstand our admiration and instead turn around and on a, in a way to make us feel badly about ourselves instead of noticing that they're igniting something in us and what we really need to do is pursue the opportunities and ways that we can bring that out into the world ourselves and Another interesting take on the being the light part, like you might be saying, okay, great. So if I see something in someone else I like, then that's a reflection of me. Like I'm into that. That sounds good. But what if I am with someone who is really pissing me off or I think is really annoying or um, is irritating me? Well, the interesting part of that also is that what you are seeing in that other person that you don't like is as Gabby would say, a reflection of your own shadow. So, which I think is not, you know, it's not a reason to freak out or feel bad or anything like that. It's more like now when I notice that I am like, use it as an opportunity to be curious about like, oh, okay, well, like what is that maybe saying about me that I need to work on that I'm not realizing or, you know, it's not an opportunity to beat yourself up. It's an opportunity to kind of investigate and see what's going on. Um, so let's say I suffer from procrastination, you know, dealing with procrastination myself and I meet someone or I work with someone or I have a friend who's a huge procrastinator and I'm always waiting for them on stuff and I get irritated because I can't do anything until they get back to me. Yes, I'm just irritated in that moment because of their behavior, but Deeper than that, what I'm really mad about or angry about is how they have triggered that procrastination person that lives within me that I don't like and would prefer to pretend doesn't exist. And I don't want to feel that in myself. So I then project it right back onto them so I don't have to feel it. I might feel the instinct to judge them instead of holding up the mirror and looking back at myself and seeing what this is bringing up in me. You know, like they could be um, dealing with another person who doesn't have procrastination 
procrastination issues themselves and it might not irritate them just as much as it does me. Like it's still an irritating behavior kind of in general, but it might not push them in the same way that it pushes me. So in that kind of situation, in any kind of situation like that, where you're seeing something reflected back to you you don't like, you have two choices. You can be judgmental and defensive and attack them, or you can come from a compassionate place and try talking to them and see what's going on and seeing how see how you can help and one of those choices will help both of you heal and one will make both of you feel worse and will not solve the procrastination issue for either of you and I think you can probably guess which one is which um, and what I really just got about this recently was that by extending kindness and compassion to someone else who struggles with the very thing I struggle with, it really helps to plant a new seed in my brain that I'm not alone in it. That by being the light in that moment, I can help both of us shine a little brighter. And I'm really healing that procrastinator part of myself by showing them compassion, if that makes sense. Um, I know this is a lot to wrap our minds around, and uh, it's really fascinating to me, though, to kind of just get curious about this stuff and see how it plays out in in all different areas of our lives. And um, I think I'm going to try and do a lot more on the subject as different things come up and I have m and I'm learning more and have more to share. Um, and I just want to leave you with a final thought that we all have the ability to let more light into our lives. And I hope that some of the things I've shared here have given you a window into how you can do that for yourself and recognize that light that's already within you. Um, you can head on over to my blog if you want to read more about this. And um, it is shineandseek.com. And I'll have show notes there for this that kind of go over what I spoke about um, in detail. And you can check out some other stuff I've written um, that kind of plays into this topic too. And sign up for my weekly newsletter where I send out my latest blog posts and podcasts so you don't miss one and make sure to subscribe on iTunes if that's where you're listening to it or you can always just listen to it in the player on my blog. Um, so I hope that you are going to do some good uh, seeking of your light so you can shine a little brighter and I look forward to hearing how it goes for you drop me a line at Susie at susiedraper.com and I will see you next week thanks so much for listening bye